In John 15, 8, Jesus said to his followers, When you produce much fruit, you are my true disciples. This brings great glory to my Father. So the big question is, how do we become true disciples of Jesus Christ who produce much fruit and bring great glory to the Father? Well, that is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Rod Nichols, and welcome to the True Disciple Podcast. Welcome to True Disciple number 16. This is Rod Nichols, and I'm proud of you for continuing through these messages. True disciples are those who go beyond the typical church experience and truly follow Jesus. It's not easy, but it's worth it. Today, my topic is Be Bold. In a recent LifeWay research project, it showed that 61% of those who attend church regularly had not talked with anyone about Jesus in the last six months. Based on my interactions with churchgoers over the years, I'd have to say that I would think that number is inaccurately low. I think that many of the 39% that said that they were talking with people about Jesus were actually just inviting someone to church which isn't really truly witnessing or, or telling them about Jesus. Just, you know, think about it. Ask yourself if you've talked with anyone other than other Christians about Jesus in the last six months. Have you witnessed? Have you shared your testimony with someone? Now, in this group, the percentage is probably a lot higher because you are the true disciples. I find it interesting that Jesus only gave us two commissions— he said to preach the gospel in Mark 16:15, go into the world and preach the gospel to every creature. And he told us to go and make disciples in Matthew 28:19 through 20. Therefore, go and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you, and surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. Wow! He only gave us two things to do, and over 61% of those going to church regularly aren't doing them. So what are we doing? <laughs> I don't I don't know. But you know, I've got to be transparent here and say I've had times in my walk where I wasn't sharing Jesus with people. So I completely understand. I also understand that there are times when we don't have very many opportunities to share Jesus with people, particularly as we get further along in our walk and we end up spending most of our time with people who are already saved. That's why I highly recommend getting out from behind the church walls where pretty much everyone is saved and go to where the unsaved are. Go to the soup kitchens, go to the food and clothing banks, go to the missions, go serve on the streets. There are all kinds of ministries that you could be a part of where you could volunteer and serve people and have the opportunity to have those conversations with people who don't know Jesus. In fact, you'll run into people who've never even really heard of this Jesus. They've heard the name, but they don't really know who he is. And you have the opportunity to share the love of God with these people, both through your actions, but also then through your words. I also understand that there are those times when we have the opportunity to be able to share Jesus with someone, but fear stops us. And that's an area that we all have to work on being able to walk in faith and not walk in fear. 
Now I'm going to shift gears a moment and share a couple of Bible stories that are going to help cement the the final point in this message. The first is the story of the woman with the issue of blood, which we find in all three Gospels, Matthew 9, 20 through 22, Mark 5, 25 through 34, and Luke 8, 43 through 48. Now I'm going to use the Matthew version, which is Matthew 9, 20 through 22. Just then, a woman who had been subject to bleeding for 12 years came up behind him and touched the edge of his cloak. She said to herself, if I only touch his cloak, I will be healed. Jesus turned to her and said, take heart, daughter, your faith has healed you. And the woman was healed at that very moment. This is a very bold move from a very desperate person. First, if she was bleeding in this way, she would have been considered unclean and should not have been near anyone. Second, she, as a woman and one who was bleeding, would not have touched a rabbi, even his clothing. She could have been stoned for that act. Instead, she received grace and healing. It was her boldness in faith that caught the attention of Jesus, and that boldness caused her to be healed and it's the boldness of a true disciple the second story i want us to look at is that of blind bartimaeus which is found in mark 10 46 through 52 then they came to jericho as jesus and his disciples together with a large crowd were leaving the city a blind man bartimaeus which means son of timaeus was sitting by the roadside begging When he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to shout, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Many rebuked him and told him to be quiet, but he shouted all the more, Son of David, have mercy on me. Jesus stopped and said, Call him. So they called to the blind man, Cheer up, on your feet, he's calling you. Throwing his cloak aside, he jumped to his feet and came to Jesus. What do you want me to do for you? Jesus asked him. The blind man said, Rabbi, I want to see Go, said Jesus, your faith has healed you. Immediately he received his sight and followed Jesus along the road. Now I see some very interesting dynamics here that all true disciples can relate to. It's likely that Bartimaeus had been sitting in that same spot begging for many years, and he had been given a beggar's cloak or a beggar's coat so that people would recognize that he was a legitimate beggar. When he heard that Jesus was coming, Bartimaeus began shouting, So obviously he had heard some things about this Jesus of Nazareth that he was healing people. And he begins to shout and he's immediately rebuked by the people around him. Shut up, Bartimaeus. When true disciples begin talking about Jesus, they often face rebuke from the spiritually blind around them. Now, like true disciples, Bartimaeus didn't let the rebuke stop his boldness. He started yelling even louder, and it attracted the attention of Jesus. It's interesting that when Jesus called for him to come, Bartimaeus threw off his beggar's cloak, which was the sign of his being a legitimate beggar, and I believe that it was his faith that told him he would never need it again. If he could get to Jesus, he would never need it again. Just like the woman with the issue of blood. If, if I can just get to Jesus, I will get my sight. I won't ever need this beggar's cloak again. It was his boldness that attracted Jesus and his faith, which was prompted by the boldness, that caused the healing. 
Jesus is calling his true disciples to be bold, like the woman with the issue of blood, like blind Bartimaeus, like so many of the true disciples that walked with him. When you encounter someone who needs healing, boldly pray for that healing. If you see someone in need of food, clothing, or shelter, seek the Holy Spirit, and if you're prompted, either provide what they need or take them somewhere in order to have their needs fulfilled. Most importantly, be bold in sharing your salvation testimony and how Jesus has changed your life whenever you have that opportunity. At every possibility, be ready to share your testimony, to witness to someone what Jesus has done for you. Jesus is calling to all of the closet Christians to come out and become bold, true disciples for him. Well, that's it for message number 16. I really hope that you'll take this message to heart and use the woman with the issue of blood and blind Bartimaeus as inspiration to boldly go where most Christians will not go. Remember that you can listen to this message again or any of the other messages that maybe you missed or would like to hear again by visiting www.truedisciple.info and clicking on the weekly messages button directly under the current audio message right there on the front page. As always, we encourage you to share these messages with others. We need more true disciples in the kingdom. Refer the website to other people. Send emails out and tell them, hey, check this website out and get people more involved in True Disciple. Well, tune in next week for message number 17. The Holy Spirit hasn't revealed the topic to me yet, but I know it'll be exciting because it comes from him. I will send an email notification out when it's been posted, just like I did this week. So make sure that you're on the email list if you're not already on it and share with others again, you know, ask them to get on the list so that they're getting the notifications as well. Well, thanks for listening this week. Have a bold and blessed week. Thank you.